Hey, what's up folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning everybody. Pedro is Creative Tech here at Adafruit and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. They're right there. This I try to hold show, it. <laughs> this is the show where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Welcome everybody to the show. We're hanging out in the morning. Discord chat room. Good morning to everybody. Good evening, good afternoon, all those things because we're streaming on all the different platforms. So welcome to the show. If you'd like to join us during the show, you can hit up our Discord server, adafruit.it slash Discord or the other link up here, discord.gg slash adafruit. And you can uh, post up all the fun gifts, memes, and what have you. We like them all. We're on all the chats, but we can see all of your little GIFs, images, links. He says GIFs, previews. I say GIFs. You say tomato, and we say tom Jifes. tomato. Tomato. Give a shout out to everybody Tomatillo. hanging out in all of the chats. Good morning, DMC, Rolves, uh, RG, hard G. LS, that's a fun one. Uh, Vizo on YouTube. Hard G, that sounds like the hard G, um, the GIF. It's hard G. Uh, Andy Calloway, Jim Hendrickson, good morning, good morning, everybody Shh. hanging out in all the chats. We're also on Shh. Facebook, on Twitch, on LinkedIn. What's the other one? Jeff, Twitch, Jeff, Jeff. Uh, Twitter. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff. Say something else. Gif, 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 gif. That's the whole show. <laughs> We're done. Goodbye. Sorry, I've been drinking the liquid death. So He's got liquid death. He's dying. <laughs> Have you guys tried this? It, yeah. It's just water and fizzy it's so good it's, it's got really cool it artwork. murders your thirst yeah they have quite the marketing team <laughs> this is not sponsored by uh liquid death although i will accept cases of yeah. water with you fizzy liquid, uh, no okay <laughs> it's just water okay yeah it says from the alps oh man good morning Trust to a me, very a show a yeah, very, a very chilly week what is it oh my god why is it 20 Three degrees there was in Florida. Ice. There was ice in Florida. That's, so we're warming up here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and cool. run through the housekeeping beginning of the show. We take a look at... That's right. Other stuff. That's right. It's cold. <laughs> Check out the jobs board at jobs.adafruit.com for all the latest job listings and postings. We got some new ones this week. Heading on over to the website. Check it out. Jobs.adafruit.com again. Looks like we got a new job posting this looks really fun. There's a creative engineer, fabricator, mechatronics. Whoa. From ShopCat in Brooklyn, <laughs> New York. And that's a contract position. Got another one here, a personal one. CircuitPython program two buttons to control nine servos. Very Whoa. descriptive uh, posting here from Ken Sullivan. Check that one out. That's a contract position and some other ones. So um, if you are in the market for a new gig or a side gig or what have you, you can check out jobs.adafruit.com. Every Monday is a CircuitPython hangout with the devs, the core devs of CircuitPython and the community. It happens every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. It happened yesterday. No, oh man, I feel like it's Tuesday. It happens on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern time uh, with the exception of holidays. Uh, but this week, it was, uh, it was all good. It was on Monday at 2 p.m. I'm gonna give a shout out to all the folks who are subscribed to the micro to the Python on microcontrollers newsletter. All 9,000 of you, thank you so much for subscribing to that. We put a lot of effort into it, and it's a great uh, place to uh, showcase people's communities' work, projects, and passions. And if you want to share your stuff and get it on the newsletter, you can do so by hitting up csp at adafruit.com. That's email. 
Once a week, we have a newsletter that's focused on products. So if you head on over to adafruit.com slash newsletter, you can get subscribed so you can find out what are the new weekly products that are added in the Adafruit shop by handpicked by Lady Ada herself. And then every single day we get newsletters. They're called Adafruit Daily. So go to adafruitdaily.com and subscribe to many categories that you might like, such as Python and microcontrollers. All right, so that is the housekeeping. Oh, wait, 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 I forgot news, <laughs> the, the, the free stuff. If you head on over to adafruit.com slash free, you can find all the free stuff. We are out of Circuit Playground Expresses, so we had to remove that from the tier. Hopefully when we get some more um, parts, we can start fabbing those and offering them up as freebies. So let me run through these real quick. For $99 or more, if you spend more money with us, you get some free stuff. So the first tier is at $99. You get a half-size Permaproto PCB. For orders that are 149 or more, you get the half-size Permaproto plus a randomly selected STEMI QT breakout board. If you have an account with Adafruit, we'll make sure you don't get the same one twice. And for orders that are 299 or more, you'll get the STEMI QT breakout, the half-size Permaproto, and free ground shipping for UPS for continental US only. All this stuff gets added automatically to your cart, so you don't have to do any special coupons or anything. But if you do like coupons, here's a secret. Tonight, you'll get a 10% coupon on Ask an Engineer. It's on every Wednesday at 8 p.m. And that is the housekeeping. I'll jump back into Discord to catch any gift gifts. And I see one here from Januski. He's got a cactus. That's so good. That is so what is going good. On? He's a he's. It's like finger drumming, but with a cactus. And there's audio too. And see, this is why you gotta get on totally discord.gg slash Adafruit. I got a cact drumming on the funny ant antics of all antics. of the uh, <laughs> all the viewers. Good morning, Rosin. Like Mike Gambler is saying it's going to be warmer in Canada than it is in Florida. I heard it was like warmer in Antarctica. Or was it Alaska? Alaska. Okay, Alaska. I get the two confused. <laughs> I've been watching uh, Game of Thrones again, and it's like the winter is there. I'm winter on season seven. Here. It's like the best season, season seven. Winter is here. Winter has come. It's All right. Snow. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's super sweet project. I don't want to yet. I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm you got more banter? We got to do some exposure on yeah. here. So here's what it looks else. like. This is super cool. The Adafruit Feather TFT with the ESP32-S2. This has become our favorite little feather. It's jam-packed with so many awesome goodies. It's got the Stemma QT connector so you can so uh, connect uh, all sorts of different Stemma QT breakout sensors. You have two of them on the back here, so a lot like our our QDPI ESP32 case. This one has these rails that are built into the 3D printed case, so you can use M25 hardware to secure up to two different uh, STEMI QT breakout boards. Here we got the infamous- uh, uh, ooh, ooh. We forgot to mention in the video and in the guide that we have these stackable kits, so you oh, could actually yeah. make like a little Big go, Mac go, sandwich. Ah, you vertical. Yeah, you can keep going up. So you can make it a nice thick boy. You got access to the, the reset buttons. buttons. Yeah. So what's really cool to have a TFT display built into your feather is you get the REPL right there. So you have full access to your REPL um, and you can make some super cool UI stuff. This is all done with CircuitPython and Display.io. We were inspired by the LCARS UI from Star Trek. So we put together this fun bitmap and we have some uh, Display.io uh, text labels um, 
displaying some of the sensor values. So this is really cool. We actually have um, two things are, are being displayed here. We are displaying uh, the sensor temperature and the uh, pressure from the BME 680. Um, 280. 280. That's the QT sensor. It has the BME, uh, the BMP 280 humidity and pressure, uh, temperature and humidity sensor. I know, I always so, call it BME. Right. Is it, I think it is pressure and humidity. I oh, think that's the P. <laughs> pressure and temperature. Oh my gosh. I'm messing up this demo. But anyway, it's displaying that right there. So we have those two values. It's super easy with the CircuitPython libraries and drivers to display sensor values. It is, we're going to show you the code in just a sec. Uh, but uh, the other cool thing that's built into the TFT Feather is a LiPo battery monitor circuit. So you can now um, use that to display your current LiPo battery in percentage. You could also display um, the voltage and some other thing. We can look at the learn guide, but it's really cool that you can now display your portable project's battery on a freaking display. That is super cool. Um, so, so cool. In fact, yeah. we're going to show you in a little bit yeah. what this project used to look like last year, like not even a year well, ago. Well, you can still do it this way. It's just really cool that the Feather TFT so is the first compact. of its class where it has a built-in TFT yeah. and, you know, it's it's got all those built-in things. In the future, it's also going to have a built-in temperature humidity sensor as well. Right yeah, now, it doesn't because yeah. we're out of those parts, yep. but for now, you can uh, you can hook up all sorts of uh, stem QT sensors. There's no soldering. All of this just plugs and play with these stem QT cables. So it's really easy to put this together. And this is the ESP32-S2, so it has built-in Wi-Fi. So in the future, we'll be doing some IoT stuff with Whippersnapper and Adafruit I.O. So this project will make a comeback with that. We have also some nice little mounting options. We have the little what are they called? Sombrero tags for adding. Is that what uh, you call it? That's what Lamar says that's they're called right. in retail. Yeah. So uh, Sombrero tags. Uh, Brent actually requested this. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was inspired by some of the stuff that Mohib had posted yeah, peg on boards. a pegboard. So, cool. so this is compatible with having a little hook that goes into the pegboard. Uh, you can hook that up to either side, and then like Bring it up closer. Before. The display. There you go. Ooh. I just brought the. Yeah. So you can see the display is an IPS display, full color TFT. Um, Lots of pixels, right? I think it's like it looks two. so crisp. I forget how many pixels. Look how crisp that looks. In Circuit Python, you can do custom fonts, so that's what we're doing as well. We're just using uh, like an Arial font here, but it's really nice to uh, to upgrade your font from the uh, the built-in kind of Tremelo font. So it's really really cool. And again, this is the bitmap. The BMP two eighty text is just baked into that, and so are the icons and the color. We'll take a look at that. Uh, in a little bit, but look how crisp that UI is. So beautiful. It's bringing my, in a, my previous career life, I was a UI designer, so I had a lot of fun pushing pixels for mm -hmm. this one. Getting all the padding right, yeah. getting all the sizing. It's super fun to. Another cool thing about it is like the L cars is a very specific color scheme. And just by chance, Pedro printed this case using quantum filament, quantum PLA filament from Matter Hackers. And it's got this two tone, it's got like this gold and then this purple. And gold and purple is literally the two hot colors in in the the uh, in the L UI from Star Trek. So really cool that you can have your REPL right there because if you ever like accidentally disconnect something, it'll tell you exactly what, what the error is, is happening there. So here's the boot up, boop, boop, boop. Tells you what version of CircuitPython you're running. You got Blink in the corner and then bam, it loads that bitmap. You can of course do all this stuff in um, display IO and uh, yeah, have a great time. Have, Doing, uh, doing graphics for it. So we go so real quick, let's go ahead and show what this used to look like just because of how compact this is. 
Mm. We're so in love with this. I wanted to save that for uh, shop talk because oh. it, 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 I mean, it really is a shop talk thing. Okay. It's completely different, and we want to like talk all about this right now. Okay. Yeah, so that's a shop talk segment. Um, so do you want to jump into the learn guide? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Let me post because every time it's my turn, I neglect all of the chats. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> I have no get, idea what's going on. Cool. I'll, I'll then look at folks' stuff here. Let me see. Getting the links. Why for you this. do that? Let me just plug it in and then load um, the REPL and then get the graph and then talk a little bit about the code then. All right, just adding the links for yep. all the files and the learn guide. If you guys want to check out. If you're interested in the code that Noah wrote for displaying the little L cars yeah, graphic here, we can upload that. Yeah, we can do a little thing here. All right, so I'm going to jump into the Moo editor. I got this plugged in and uh, through through USB, so the USB C. I'm running the Moo Python editor. I'll switch to that now. So inside of Moo, we can uh, toggle the uh, the REPL. So here's my REPL, and real quick, I just kind of show you um, how we got this set up. So I got a couple of things here um, to do any type of display I.O. stuff. Of course, you're going to import the display I.O. library. Here's our BMP280. That's the sensor that we're using. If you're doing bitmaps, you want to use the Adafruit image load library. And if you're doing uh, display text stuff, which we are doing, you want to use this um, submodule. The uh, display text submodule is, is part of display I.O. And also, we're doing some bitmap fonts to do custom fonts. So that's why we have the bitmap font library. And we are using the, um, the, the LiPo battery monitor circuit. And that is using this chip, this, this driver, this library for this chip driver. It's, it's the LC709203F. And that is uh, the chip and the driver. So uh, with recent improvements to uh, to CircuitPython, it's been so much easier to set up your um, your I squared C bus. So before you would have to like define the pins, but because CircuitPython kind of abstracts that away, so all you just do is just say, "Hey, uh, I want my I squared C pins," and it just kind of knows because the version of CircuitPython has all the pinouts defined. And then we're creating some sensor objects. So this is the BMP, and this is the battery sensor. So we're just calling those and putting them on the I squared C bus. We want to um, initialize our display. It used to be a lot more than this. You used to have to specify frequency and pins, and now you just say board.display. Freaking awesome. Fonts, I'm defining my bitmap font by doing the, uh, the, the uh, dot load font and then just specifying it on my, uh, in the root of my CircuitPy drive. Oh, by the way, CircuitPy then has a USB drive. You can drag and drop assets like fonts, which is really cool. And then I'm defining the bitmap and doing some color palette stuff. So I'm loading my bitmap here. This is my LCARS bitmap. 240 by 135 is the is the uh, the pixel resolution on the display itself. A little bit of setup here to do some tile grids in a splash screen. And then this is where I'm setting up my text. So I got my temperature label, my battery label, and my pressure. If you've ever done something like CSS or HTML, some of this might look familiar, such as the X and Y coordinates, colors in a hex decimal, and then you can also uh, scale the font if you want to make it bigger or smaller. Very, very cool. And these are placeholder text items that will uh, that will put our sensor values in these little placeholders. So then um, we append all this stuff to the splash screen. We tell the display to show the splash screen, and then in the loop, in the while loop, I just have these three objects here. I'm saying um, I want my text label. And then this is where you uh, you tell the uh, the for you use dot format, 
and then you define um, what, what sensor do you want and what do you want. I want the temperature from the BMP. And then this little thing here allows you to do um, decimal places. In Python, you can, uh, you can tell your value to be two decimal places. Uh, yeah, look it up. Chop, <laughs> you chop can, off. Yeah, to kind of uh, chop it off like Peter said. Uh, so we're doing that here. And then uh, for the battery, you just use cell percentage. You could also do like cell voltage and a couple other ones. We'll check the library for, uh, for those available values, but that's the one I want. And then the last one is the pressure value from the BMP to 80. And that's all it is. It's just got a nice little, uh, you know, setup of labels and, and defining all the thingies. And it, it looks beautiful and you can quickly iterate. I was able to quickly iterate all the text positions and everything. Something you could not um, do inside of Arduino. Uh, yeah, because when it writes to the ESP, it takes like a minute to like compile. It's ridiculous. But anyway, that's the power of CircuitPython. If you're doing this type of UI stuff, Display I.O. is the goat. So if the kids say, the goat, man, that's a sheep. You can bring it up closer now so you can see that beautiful UI. It's upside down. <laughs> yeah. And you can see here that it's been charging this whole time. That's right, that's why it's like 90%. I can change Whoa. the focus here. There you go. Crisp. Awesome. Crispy cream. And I just realized too that with the two tabs on the side, you now can make this a wearable. Yeah, you can do your little pit boy. Oh yeah, yeah, just like John. Yeah, like a, a little, little bit slimmer. Yeah, we have some or maybe like sensors. Yeah. Like off to the side or yeah, something, cool. get some uh, temperature readings. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the learn guide. Take a all look right. at a super simple assembly. Like you were saying, it's all snap fit together except the rails that hold the um, Stemma connectors on the back. You're just using the 2.5 millimeter uh, hex screw kit that we have in the shop. Yeah. But and on just a side note, we just have the MPC there added as it's more just for show. show. I'm not actually using it in the code as you saw. I'm using the BMP. Um, but you could do this if you wanted to. You could totally daisy chain them. All right, it's going to jump okay. into the guide. All right, let me which is on learn.adafruit.com. Launched last night. You can take a look at a nice little overview of the project, why you might want to use it, some of the use cases, and then of course all of the parts you're going to need if you want to build the one that is shown here. It's got two of the little uh, Stemma cables, yeah. the BMP 280, right? The little um, the feather TFT itself. I know it's out of stock. You can sign up to get notified when they get back. Or you probably got one. Yeah. I think Lamar said next week or something they should be back so soon. Keep an eye out on adafruit.com slash new for all is the new products. The battery that the fits battery the that will fit it is the 350 milliamp hour battery with the longer cable. You're gonna want that. Okay. And then the I think it's the 50 millimeter. Yeah, long. 50 millimeters is the smallest, shortest cable, but for this one it worked really well. And then the black nylon screw 2.5 mil kit. My favorite screw kit. And then if you want to get all stacky. You can yeah. get the stackable uh, kit here. You can might as well get this, right? What is? I think it's the the standoffs. It's just the standoffs, and, and, and um, I think the standoffs have the right. screw, uh, the little yeah, threading it's just built in. I see. I see. It's just a. It's just like if you only need that, you don't need this mm -hmm. whole kit. But we like both because if you're going to do cases, a lot of times we well, use. I think this one has the um, the threading built into the standoff. I want to say. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, there. you can. 
I think the kit has those too. Oh, does it? Uh, I'm pretty sure it did. Right here. Yeah, right here, the bottom. They might be a little bit taller. Hmm. But yeah, there's a reason why there's a kit. Right. Well, because maybe you don't either want the, the size or yeah, or if you don't want the entire. Yeah. Here it there. is. Yeah. So either way, you can get all the things you need with these links. <laughs> there you go. Like we're saying, cool. fits right on those pegboards. Board. Yeah, very nice. All right. Depending on the 3D printing, you can get the Fusion 360 file, so you can edit all of the parameters for. Uh, if you need to fit in a better, bigger battery or you need something that is wider, but it has the footprint inside of there for the Feather uh, 32S2. Uh, it is definitely, uh, the mounting for it is definitely different than yeah. the past feathers because of the module. It's a little bit bigger on the uh, near the rear of the board. There is a slight variation on the back uh, uh, mount the standoffs. You can kind of see in the picture there that I had to slice off half of the standoff because of the module to fit that in. And then the little built-in buttons there, you can see how that actuates the smaller buttons, which actually makes it a lot more easier to press because uh, if you ever wanted to go into the boot, mm -hmm. um, it they're so tiny, yeah. itty bitty. Mm -hmm. It's like super hard to, uh, to click on them without you know accidentally shorting something else out. So uh, definitely a easier way to hit your buttons. And cool. then simple PLA settings. You don't have to do anything fancy here. Just whatever uh, works with your uh, printer. Cool. If you want no supports, the, I, I imagine. No supports. You can get the uh, the STLs or the uh, uh, M3F, 3MF. Yeah. We also have files. the files on Prusa printers and uh, the Fusion 360 file as well. So you can check those out. Yeah. Super simple. But yeah. Going on over to the assembly. Okay. Uh, you want to mount the Stemma sensors first, so right. you want to push the, your uh, screws in from the inside out, and then mount your uh, Stemma, your preferred Stemma uh, sensors. Mm -hmm. the, the battery. Little the nuts go right on top of that, and I'm just using like my fingers to uh, screw that in. The battery then goes right on top of that. You have plenty of spacing between the the head of the uh, screws and the um, standoffs for the, so the battery won't get crushed. And then the standoffs will help the um, the board not push on the battery as well. So you, that mounts right on top with the USB port headed over to where the little cutout for the um, port is on the, on the uh, case. Mm -hmm. The screen section snaps on first. You want to do it at an angle and then towards the JST port. And those should uh, snap right in. If the tolerance is a little bit too thick, um, you can like put it in at an angle at one side and then the other side should press fit right on there. Cool. After that, the little uh, part where all of the buttons and the uh, Stemma port then go next. And that's pretty much it. Everything just snaps in after that. The, yeah, you have um, access to the JST battery connector on the side there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Plug that in, take it out. No built-in switch, but you could just disconnect the battery since you have access to it. This is true, yeah. Cool. And that's pretty much it. If you want to add a built-in switch, there should be room on the opposite side of where the USB yeah, sure. port is. So you have plenty of space to add another button there on here. Is. One of the things I wanted, uh, having like a breakout button, if you have more uh, Stemma sensors on here, is having a way for it to cycle through a bunch of different other uh, values mm -hmm. or readings. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's pretty much it. 
Uh, like we were saying before, we use the quantum uh, filament for the two-tone dual extrusion there. This is just the purple and the, I think it's the gold. Not dual extrusion, just single extruded, but yeah. uh, it has that two-tone effect because of the way the filament is manufactured. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Super simple, a little compact way to have a Stemma TFT and sensors. Yeah. Now well, does this bleed into the shop talk on just how much smaller um, this little package is compared to what we had last year yeah okay to run this exact same project okay real quick we'll jump into the comments sections real quick see if there's anything very nice and straightforward thank you rich and the uh the stemma 50 millimeter cables are back in stock very excellent so that's good I've got a question on why the nylon screws uh, we're thinking of using Torx, but I'm guessing it's because of the shorting would be much, much lesser. Okay. Yes, that's definitely one of the things. And because we have it in stock uh, in the store, so very easy to just use. I love plastic, nylon screws mm -hmm. more, more than metal screws. Yeah, definitely. Uh, oh, and, and Jerrion is asking, is the code uh, demoed available anywhere? Yes. Not yet. We'll, we put, it up. we'll put it up. We'll put it up. We'll link to it after the show as a, as a gist. We'll just throw it up there. Um, but yes, we'll get that out there so you can play around with it. Let's see, going through the comments. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. Yep, that's it. All right. And we're going to do shop talk now. Boop, 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 boop. All right. So last oh, year. <laughs> I turned around and came back. Shop talk. <laughs> All right. So another way to create the circuit is with some of the um, modules are independent here. Let me fix this. <laughs> Focus, there we go, all right. So you might remember this project, we made some 3D printed Lego compatible uh, mounts for various uh, Adafruit boards. So here we have the Feather RP2040. We have the battery circuit that's on this Feather. It's the LC709203F. Uh, and you can notice that this has, um, you know, its own circuitry and, and components here. So it's, it's, it's uh, it's programmed over I2C, and then we have a daisy chain with the BME 680. This has pressure, humidity, temperature, and gas. This is like the holy grail, like all-in-one sensor. It's pretty legit. And then for the display, this is a 1.5-inch OLED display. Everything here is connected with Stemma QT cables. No soldering. Very, very cool. This is a Lego uh, base plate, official Lego. I think the stud says Lego on it, so it's not. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so all these bits here are 3D printed bits, and uh, we made a new one for this battery monitor. So you can see here on the display, pretty much using the very similar code, just a little bit of tweaking um, for the fonts and the, and the labels. We're not using a, a custom font in this one, and there's no color because this is an OLED monochrome screen, but we're still able to display some crisp values here. Let me do a focus thingy here. And then you can see here we got our battery volt, our battery percentage. We have our temperature in Celsius. We have our pressure or our humidity rather, because it's a water drop. And then that gauge is our uh, our pressure. Yeah, and that's humidity. I get those confused all the time. But yeah, everything's done here uh, with CircuitPython, SemiQt. It's all connected there. And I guess we'll jump in and look at the code now. And Moo. Let me close this down and open open the thing again. All right, so this time around, we have some similar 
um, stuff here. We got display IO in our and where we're importing and setting up our libraries. The built-in font is called the ter uh, terminal IO. And then we're using the uh, Adafruit display text we're using label. We actually don't need this. I can delete this. There's an extra submodule called wrap text to lines. So just ignore that. And this is the actual um, driver for the display. This is the OLED. It's a SSD 1327. And here's the sensor, the BME 680. And here is that same uh, library that's in the TFT Feather. It's at the battery monitor circuit. And then Adafruit uh, image load to do those. Uh, bitmaps. So um, this one, you you are specifying a um, a device address for the display bus. Um, that's fine. There's example code on uh, on the learn guide for this OLED, and that's where I got this from. And then here we're setting up the battery and the BME 680. I got to define a height uh, a width and height for this display because the OLEDs tend to have different um, things. So that's why I have them set up here but you could also uh, put it right here into the uh, display object if you want when you're initializing it. And then pretty similar stuff. I'm using that bitmap pal palette uh, to get my, uh, my bitmap loaded in the background. I'm doing my tile grid. I'm doing my splash. I'm pending the tile grid to it. And then here are my labels. So here are the four labels that I have set up. Very, very, very similar to the last project. I'm using my um, terminal IO font. I have a text um, placeholder and I have my color uh, as a hex value here. So they're just white because it's just black and white. And then some of the values here are different because this is, you know, different layout. So you want to change your X and Y positions. Very, very similar setup to set up my uh, splash screen. I'm just appending all those labels and uh, the display I'm very similar. It's just pretty much the exact same code from the last place. All the difference here is all those little uh, X and Y values are really different in the colors. But that's it. We can throw this up too on, uh, on our, as a gist on GitHub so folks can play with it. But that's as, that's as easy as it gets for, uh, for displaying some values uh, from your sensors. So here you can see I have pressure, humidity, temperature, and then the cell percentage. And that's, that's really it. So uh, we love using this as a test bed for all our different uh, sensors. We could swap out our, 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 um, our sensor and play around with a different one. Um, it's really cool to have two different styles of sensors here, and in the code, it's just you just define your sensor, um, and with CircuitPython libraries and, and drivers, it, it makes it so easy to just kind of reuse the same code, uh, since Display.io um, can be used across all sorts of different screens, whether it's an OLED or a TFT, they're really cool. Um, so one of the things that we'll do is we'll add this uh, Lego plate to our assortment of Stemma Lego parts. We have a learn guide. Paige is pulling up the, the link to that, and I'll uh, be sure to, to share that in a second here. Yeah, there's some um, questions on where did we, or how's the battery being attached to the Lego base plate? Uh, oh, not it's, shown it's here, not, but yeah. I can link to ones we've made. Yeah, let me disconnect this now, and then plug in a battery. Uh, this is the uh, 500 milliamp lipo battery. Let's see what the percentage is like. What was this? The... Did I break it? <laughs> I think I broke it. Battery I used 500. There it goes. I said to hit reset. It's at 98.3%. Cool. It's almost fully charged. Very nice. And we have learn guides for all of these components, and that's 
pretty much I kind of meal what's it called piecemealed this together um, with all the example codes from all these individual learn guides <laughs> and that's just and then the display IO learn guide as well to get the updated um, text labels. Yeah, I forgot what what's the size of the cylindrical one? Forty four, right? Twenty two hundred. Twenty two. Forty four has two of those. Sixty six has three of those. So Pedro is linking everything in the uh, Discord there. So there are the links to the uh, the Stemma QT mm. Lego compatible mounting bits. Yeah, so there's one for the 500, and then one for the 350, and then one for the 2200 cylindrical battery. Yeah. And then we also have them in NinjaFlex if you're using them in wearables or the Lego studded ones. Yeah. One with These are the great. studs just... and one with the, um, what's the other side of it called? The tubes. <laughs> Yeah, these are great. They just, uh, without any hardware, they just press fit into these little uh, built-in standoffs. And um, if we had a breadboard, you know, it, it's cool with a breadboard, but this is STEMA QT, I don't so any headers no headers. Yeah, that's why we made this project. Uh, um, we uh, occasionally have to um, cannibalize parts from other projects, and it makes it easier if there's not already a header attached. Yeah, but I guess one of the things Pedro wanted to say is, like, you can make a circuit modular which is really cool or you can have everything built in like this this is everything built in it's very very chunky yeah the scale and size of how many components you need is crazy right but i mean if you're going to do something where you, you need space doesn't matter then of course you would do mm -hmm. it this way you can have the screen uh, away from your, your microcontroller you can push your microcontroller wherever you want but as a testing bed we really like using lego base plates uh, for these style of uh projects we just want to Mm -hmm. have some sort of you know uh organization to your your components because you can get messy yeah again taking this even this kind of ranking it down <laughs> but yeah so cool all right and that's uh this week's project let's switch shop talk <laughs> cool cool got any other fun comments about the stemma oh let me Lego see stuff? Ba -ba -ba. Right, yeah. Mike is saying that the, the display was showing a battery charge level and the battery wasn't connected. Yeah, there's no way for the code to accommodate for that. You could write something that would uh, say if you sense the battery, display it. If not, then display this instead. You could do that. Um, but yeah, there's a learn guide on, the, uh, on, this, on this guy here uh, that tells you all about using it. And the way it works is you have uh, one JST cable connecting to your actual microcontroller, in this case it's the Feather, and then your battery connects in line uh, to this. So, yeah, if I were to disconnect this, it wouldn't know what, what's going on because I don't have anything, I don't have any code to, to kind of handle that. But you still got your set of breakouts too. All STEMA QT boards have your set of pins, so if you ever need a daisy chain or share any ground pins, you always have these extra pins, which is nice. Uh, I. Aza is uh, commenting that they would prefer that prefer the side or back mounted connectors, and if that meant the board being slightly larger, mm -hmm. uh, I think like the RP twenty forty, right? What's this one? Yeah, the RP twenty forty has a stemma that's uh, this ways. Yeah, and then posted this a link to it. Stemma or this feather is the only one that has it vertical. Yeah, so, so that's different like that because of this, it's just so much parts on the TFT feather. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the only way she could yeah. get it in there with uh, with stain within the um, feather form factor. We're still in shop talk, so let's show some three D stuff. We have new three D models for yes. our new boards. This is the TFT feather with the ESP thirty two S two, 
this has all the components. So you can see the Stemma QT breakout is vertical. You have the mini module for the ESP32S2, the JST connector for the battery, on and on and on. <laughs> I even pre-populated the, uh, the BMP280 because I think in the future folks will want that. So that's there in case you want to make a case that exposes that uh, sensor, you'll know exactly where to place it if you're modeling something for it. Um, what else do we have here? The battery monitor circuits in there. The TFT display is there as well. Um, so that's really nice if you're doing like a custom bezel. And you have your two buttons there, the reset and boot, or is it reset and boot? Yeah, yeah it's boot reset and boot. Reset. Yeah, what else can we say about it? Um, the mounting holes are different. Uh, it has a USB-C connector. Mm -hmm. And I think there's an onboard NeoPixel, right? Yes, there is. You can see it. Yeah, the color. little one, there it is. Right next to the yeah. USB So this port. is now added to the GitHub. Um, fastest way I can get to it is to right click on this guy. You can go to our, our, our GitHub Learn, or you can go to the Learn Guide for the TFT Feather under the Downloads page. It's along with a list of other things like the Eagle um, CAD files, the data sheet, and the schematic. I also have a GIF here. So there you go. Not just that, but I also had to make a 3D model of our LiPo battery fuel monitor. What did she call it? Fuel gauge without our... Anyway, it's very, very cool. It's a STEMI QT breakout. It's got all the STEMI QT connectors and the JST uh, two pin pH um, connectors built into it as well. I have added that to the learn guide too. So that one has its own learn guide, uh, LC, uh, what was it, 207 or 702, 709, 709203F. So we got this one here. And this one um, lets you use this in, you know, CircuitPython. And um, oops, and Python for uh, for Blinka. So if you're using the Raspberry Pi, you have your own R Raspberry Pi library. Here's how to wire it up. If you were doing it with the Raspberry Pi, and here's the demo code that I took. So you have the options to do the um, the cell voltage, the cell percentage, power mode. If you're doing something like sleeping, which is crazy, and a pack size, current battery oh. pack size. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know what that's huh. about, but this is this is how quick it is to uh, in CircuitPython uh, to get to get the values like displaying in the REPL. Like that's the easiest way. And then here's that code there. So every board has example code, and you can piecemeal them all together to make something like that. All right, and that's this week's uh, shop talk segment. We'll jump back into Discord, see if anybody catch any comments or anything, but I think we're all caught up. Uh, kind of from Peter asking about the Lego interface. Me? The Lego interface. You mean like on the board, like how this yeah. how this connects? Yep. They're just like the tubes. Yeah, they're two pieces that are glued together. We don't... So, you don't use support material because you just print them and then glue yeah, them together. So hard. that's maybe one thing you're thinking, like how did you do that? Mm -hmm. um, each, you know, a lot of the STEMIC QT breakouts are going to look like that, but some of them aren't. They just can't be the same size. Yeah. So we really had to make a bunch of different ones. And that's why we just put them there's all so in the same thing. Sizes. Yeah, there's so many different sizes. So we try to make 3D models of all the things, but we can't catch them all. Um, but you might have cut them all with uh, that last one. Just because it was a little mm -hmm. bit of an obscure size. Right. It's like the only one, I think, so far that is in that size. Yeah. 
Zaya saying, yep, just like the uh, RP2040, but with the ESP32 and TFT, yeah. Um, again, it's it, I think it's a four-layer board, so mm -hmm. it, Lamar was constrained on the sizes. I mean, again, she took this whole thing. Just <laughs> it all together. Yeah, so there yeah. had to be some, uh, some design You can get this TFT. Um, oh, yeah, let's show them where Separate. The, uh, TFT. Yeah. Of, again, it's but not going to be that it's, size. And it's not... Mm. Even like a feather wing, it would be noted, thicker. Real quick, like, you might not know, but this display is a spy display, not oh my God, an yeah. I2C display, because it's faster. It is really think. fast. Maybe it is spy. I'm, I'm getting things confused now. <laughs> like, sorry. Uh, it's the uh, TFT color... Um, Nikes, I don't remember <laughs> what it was. Uh, actually, I think it's it's listed in the learn guide here. Oh, I think I, I think I closed the wrong thing. Man, Safari, you're really, really pushing it. See, Mike P is saying, is this the same one that JP demoed yesterday? I'm looking at the product guide. I see his video in there. So yeah, I think it is no, the exact same one, isn't it? No, that's a, he's done, we have another battery monitor mm -hmm. and I was, I had no idea about it. Um, Maybe the YouTube. Yeah, it's different. It's like product 239, dude. It's like a very old one. It has mm. a mini USB. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's, it's how you know it's an old one. But it doesn't mean it's bad. It's just a different mm -hmm. chip and a different, maybe it has a different thingy. All right, we're getting lost here. Uh, the display is right here. If you want to get just the display, it's the 1.14 inch, 240 by 135 color TFT. This is a spy only display, no I squared C from what I can see here. And it has a built-in um, SD card reader for, for login data. And that has its own learn guide too. And that works in CircuitPython. All of our displays work in CircuitPython. Um, I just you found it, it? Yeah, I pulled it up. Yeah, this What's is... the PID? Uh, 259. See, I wasn't kidding. Yeah, this is an older one. No Stemma here, folks. Uh, but yeah, it was a cre It was like $5 yesterday. Um, but yeah, I guess it does the same type of thing, right? But it's not I2C, so I don't know how you do things with it. So check out JP's <laughs> video. I need to, to watch it. Yeah, I think I missed. Does it have a learn guide? No, yes, kind of. Like multi-cells, so you can charge multiple things. That's neat. Mm. Battery in and then battery out. Oh, these are for the solar panels, isn't it? Nope. Nope. Look at this computer, this fire on it. It's always a great <laughs> thing, but things, bad things can happen. Anyhoodle, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> What was the question about this one? Is it the same one? The yeah, answer was no. <laughs> the answer was no. All right, cool. All right, let's uh, focus. Aza likes the display breakout. Thank you, Aza. Thanks for bringing it back. All right, we ready for community makes? Yes. Did we catch everybody's comments? I think what so. Yeah, let's go ahead and jump into this week's community makes. Every Tuesday, we release a video. We 3D print a very cool model from the community. This is a cactus. Caddy. This is super cool. 
Uh, another opportunity to try out the quantum filament. So we're using the green and blue one here. You can see it uh, has a little bit of a struggle as the uh, filament twists around inside of the Bowden tube. So you can see some of the leakage here. You got some green, but for the most part, you can definitely see how it changes from the green into the blue. And we even did the pot. Uh, it's going from red to yellow on the bottom there. Kind of a gold. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. This is cool. It's got hidden storage so you can fit some of your tools. Mm -hmm. I saw somebody post like, oh, this is great. I can... In the office, like folks yeah. won't steal my my yes. stuff because <laughs> I have a stash hidden away in my cactus. <laughs> Andy's saying no spikes. <laughs> no, I think these are like the right. the cactus has the little ones. You can kind of see some of the hair that you can move this happened with the um, retraction during the time lapse. And here it is. You can kind of see that cool effect everybody likes to show off with the quantum, where it changes from one to another one. Yeah, quantum. Green. So multi parts, no supports. Um, right off. You have ample space for like pens and whatnot. Yeah. And on the bottom here, it is sort of like a stealth little um, divider holded oh, thing. Oh, so you use that to? Is that thread? There's no, there's no thread. That's why I'm using this. <laughs> sort of make it easier to pop out. Interesting. There, there you go. Goes. Yeah, like a two divider. Yeah, um, it's tapered. There is uh, different models for it, so you can have one with a divider, one that's solid. If you want to do like a in vase mode, and yeah, this is a nice little way to demonstrate the uh, the quantum filament on this, and yeah, have a nice great. little cactus display on your desk. So not all the models are going to be perfect, so you really want to play with different. Yeah, uh, we talked about that last week. Some of okay. the organic models don't come out as well, but it's a nice little cylindrical one. Yeah. Missing spikes, sorry. <laughs> it's funny how Yanni posted the thing in the morning. The oh, yeah, I think that's the, why. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Doesn't have the same effect. Oh, wait. There you go. It's like that frog with the, yeah, the back. <laughs> Any hoodle. Um, let me pull up the, uh, the thing, the, the site so you can download this. So this is by CM Design. And it's on Cults 3D. So if you're new to the repo sites, Cults 3D is one of our favorites. Check it out. I have a nice little curating on yeah. the models there. And the you great, can, yeah, you can uh, great marketplace if you're a designer. You want to you want to sell some actually sell your stuff. You can. We've done several of them before. Mm -hmm. um, so it's called Cactus Caddy again by CM Designs. Right. Yep. There's ads from YouTube. I thought I'd block those. <laughs> So CM Design, shout out to them for uh, putting this out. And uh, you can download one and, and uh, print it in all sorts of fun colors. Really great photos too. Very, very cool. Really nice. Don't need quantum filament. We just thought it'd be really cool. Yeah, the model's to just do cool. It's a cool model. Very, very cool. So there you go. That's where you can get it. Colts 3D. Man, freaking ads from Furbo. <laughs> Any hoodle. Um, yeah. And continuing on all right, with continue on with Community Makes. Give me a second to sort out all these these tabs. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know I'm even lost too. <laughs> Focus. Give me a sec, folks. Thank you. I'm just pulling up stuff. There's a lot of fun ones this week. Some that just came in in the morning too. All right, the first one we're sharing is a make of our oh, Snap yeah. Fit ornament. These were very, very popular little 
fidgety things. Uh, so uh, someone on Prusa Printers posted up their makes. These look great. They're fantastic. A lot. I've seen a lot of folks make their own inserts. Mm -hmm. So the thing about this is there's two pieces. They snap fit, and there's this little insert that that spins freely inside of it. So you get this kind of cool spinning effect. It's back when the fidget spinners were all the, the craze. Um, it's really, really cool to see folks print them out in different colors and different sizes and whatnot. So Jasper posted this up on Prusa Printers. So shout out to Jasper for posting their make. Love the colors. Yeah, there's all sorts of fun inserts that folks have made. I've seen folks make their own, like, and instead of Star Wars, I think it was like Star Trek or something. It's really cool. <laughs> but yeah, you can design your own fun little inserts and even make a big one. So that's a cool one. Okay, next up we have, this is awesome. The quickest make I've seen. So last week's project was uh, the uh, Tuscan Raider chief staff. And a fellow here uh, posted up their make on Colts 3D. So this is the first make of the, um, Chief staff. The chief staff. Thank you, Pedro. This looks it's, so good. It's from Ro uh, Resin for Days is the person who posted it up. So let's take a look at these. Nice. Really, really big. The exact same color scheme, like with red and browns. It's so perfect. Hold on. I feel like we need to... Yeah. Look at the print quality. Like, that looks perfect. All the coils worked out. Super long. Um, yeah, here it is, like, against the fence. Like, this thing's so dope. And uh, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Very, very cool. Full scale. Full scale, yeah. Printed it up. And here's our... Uh, of course, because the mask Tuscan, came late. I've got to show that off mask. or something. Yeah, I'm going to probably take new photos. Here's the thing from last week. Very, very cool. I didn't think anybody would make it, but yeah, you always get surprised. Very, very cool. So Pretty cool series. Thank you. Oh, there um, are some goofy little bits resin in Resin for it. days. <laughs> goofy little bits. Yeah. In the uh, Book of Boba Fett, it is uh, all in all pretty good series. Yeah, yeah, it's something to watch. I'm not going to overanalyze some sci-fi TV stuff. Come on, folks. <laughs> Have some fun. Did you see when they the twisted list? those wires? And they I know, saying, like, I know. That's solder. what I was thinking about. <laughs> I was like, yes, we will fire it together. Let's use, use electricity. That's how you solder, right? Yeah. Although I did like it's the little wars. components that they used on the back. For yeah, that was the, super dope. Uh, yeah. Looked like sequins or something. Yeah. All right, we're still we're still community making. Um, Posting links to all these. Thank you. Here's another one. This is a really cool one as well. Let's take a look at this. This is a remix of a oldie but goodie. All right, trying to be fast here. Uh, so this is a remix of our USB HID crank. Here's the photo of it. So um, this person here, Blue Llama on Thingiverse, posted up their remix of our USB HID controller. It uses a rotary encoder and a, and a 3D printed hand crank, print in place, uh, that lets you make, um, you can use it for all sorts of things like scrolling websites. It's a USB input device, so it can do whatever. You can scroll, um, volume, whatever. So the person here says, I wanted a handheld controller to use with the Playdate Pub, web-based game development tool. Hmm. I started with the Adafruit crank controller, widened it, made space for more controls, modeled it up to the buttons, and there's D-pad, shoved them all into the case at appropriate locations. Wow. Read more about it. Um, they used an Arduino Leonardo clone, 32U4 based. So really, really nice to see folks make it work with their thing. So that's very, very cool. You can see here there's a custom 
3D printed PCB. I always love seeing that. Oh, wow. Very, very cool. Very intricate. It's just a rotary encoder. And very nice uh, kind of parts. And uh, now they have their own very, very custom controller. I, I was really wanting to do this too in the beginning, but I had to time crunch. But glad folks are finding it and making it theirs. Here's the original one. Uh, this was inspired by the Playdate because crank? Who else is cranky about that? <laughs> Not me. Anyway, the website doesn't load. <laughs> there it is. It's supposed to be a GIF. My, uh... It might work on the Learn Guide, the GIF. Ah, whatever. The Jife. You've seen, uh, you've seen the play date. You've seen them all. Right. Okay. And, uh, you know, shout out to person for posting that up. Shout out to Blue Llama. <laughs> Blue Llama. All right. Uh, next up, one last one or two last ones. I think that one was... Some of these are like from last week. These two are from last week. I don't know how they got there. It's supposed to, yeah. Ah. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe we deleted a uh, a space or something because in the notes, it's supposed to be in here. It was a part of last week. Mm. That's fine. Is it nice? Did I share these last? Uh, well, well, we'll share them again. Why not? I'm sorry if we did or not. They're just the little parts here. This is Pi stand for the Raspberry Pi Zero. Posted up on Prusa printers. Um, by Andy Mac. Shout out to Andy Mac for posting up their make. They got a unicorn hat mini on the Raspberry Pi. Looks great in yellow. Okay, and then another one. This is the arcade button box. Again, on Prusa printers. Really nice to see folks using Prusa printers. Trying to get those points. Get that free filament. I want that hoodie. I want that hoodie. Yeah, this is a really now. nice uh, arcade box. Um, posted up by, I think, Andy Makes as well. Yeah, posted by Andy Mac. Cool. Pew pew. <laughs> I guess it's a game controller. Very cool. And that's all this week's Community Makes. Thanks, you, everybody, for posting up your makes. Um, I really like folks using different sites other than Thingiverse. It's mm -hmm. really nice to see. And here's Yanni with another cactus. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's the show, folks. Um, don't, uh, if you, you know, tonight we have Ask an Engineer and Show and Tell. We invite you to come on to Show and Tell. Hope to see you there. We'll be hosting next week. But this week is hosted by uh, Lamar and Phil. So uh, get your 10% off code tonight on Ask Engineer. All the new stuff coming out, all the secret project Lamar and Phil are working on. So tune in then. Yep. Tomorrow we have John Park Search Up. Yep, every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Fridays are with Scott. Deep Dives with Scott. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time or 5 p.m. Eastern. Over on Sunday nights, we have Desk of Lady Ada. We Sorry. have INMPI. Oh, wait, no. Uh, search on DigiKey. Yeah, yes. the great search with DigiKey. Uh, sneak peek stuff as well. Mm -hmm. Sell some Doom. Yeah, it's really it cool. So cool. Oh, I can't wait Super to get my excited hands on that. To see. Maybe we'll see some more Doom mm -hmm. tonight on the show. Mondays are CircuitPython Hangouts. Tuesdays is JP's pick of the week where you, you can get up to 50% off your your, uh, your product purchase. You got to tune in live for that 50% off the specific product that That's he's right. talking about that week. And it's every Tuesday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time or 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Mm hmm. And then we, going all the on to Wednesday, you got 3D Hangouts. 3D Hangouts in the morning. And back all over to Hackers the rest of the week. <laughs> there you go. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, folks. Uh, we'll hang out in the Discord chat for a little bit more, but uh, we hope to see you tonight on Show and Tell. Until then, remember to make a great day. See you later tonight. <laughs> Bye, folks. <laughs>